Hi, and welcome to the DIY Photo Organising Podcast, focusing on topics to help you with your photo management. I am Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Photos in Order. Hi, Fiona. Hey, Chantal. How's it going? Yeah, good, good. Um, before we start, so we'd like to welcome you to another QPA episode. That's questions people ask. And if you're on the podcast, we just want to let you know that this is actually a video recording. So if you hop over either to our Facebook page, you can watch the video or just go on our um, website and you can find it there as well. It's um, just diyphotoorganizing.com.au so you can watch it there anytime um but today we've got an interesting topic uh we had a listener asking us how do i gather photos from other family members mm. so that's quite a common question actually because yes. yeah if we have a family or partners they have photos too that we might put uh, or want to put in our photo hub mm. so how do we get our hands on them <laughs> exactly what's our first tip fiona all right so there's a few different ways that we thought we'd tackle this one just in a logical um sense we thought that we'd just break it out into three different options that you really have um, ultimately obviously you want to gather these photos and then have them in your in your hub so we're just talking about the options that you have as to how to gather those photos um, so that you can easily include them into your own photo hub so the first way is that you could have these photos um, and grab them get them onto your own camera roll on your phone so there's a few different ways that you can do that. Um, we can, you can either have them, you know, if it's just a few photos here and there, just from someone that you isn't as regular a family member, like a, a you know a, a spouse or one of your children or something like that. Um, but if it's just somewhere where you um, someone's taken a photo that you'd like a copy, you could always just have them text it to you or or email it to you, and then you just do save to camera roll. That's a, an easy one, but that's not something that we would recommend for a longer term solution um, for family members on an ongoing regular base. So um, the other ways that you could do that is to um, either have them airdrop the photos. You could look at using shared albums, um, whether or not, you know, you're doing that across Android or an iPhone. Um, but the goal there would be to get the photos into your camera roll and then follow your usual process to um, get them into your hub. What's the next thing we could do, Chantel? So uh, the, the next option that is probably the most obvious one or the, the most straightforward one, I think, is uh, let's assume you've got a partner or you have kids and they've got photos on their phone. So we're mainly talking about phone photos, by the way. <laughs> you probably have noticed that by now um, because that's, that has become our main camera. And for everything else, this second option is the USB connection. And that works for everything, not just phones, but it's the most obvious. You simply plug in your device, connect it to your computer, and you copy paste your photos, mm. and you're done. Um, now with SD cards and USB sticks and all these sorts of things, that's 
straightforward, pretty easy. With phones, it's not always so easy, depending on your phone settings and a lot of different things. But it is, you know, um, if you do choose that option, you connect your phone to your computer using the USB cord. And then you've got the option to either copy paste the photos directly from within the phone. So when you're on the Windows Explorer, you know, the phone would pop up uh, in the sidebar as a device, like a USB stick or something. And you can find your folder with the photos and you copy paste them. And that's again, same for iPhones and Android. Some Android phones actually have a camera card in the phone which is great so in that case you might be uh, just be mindful that you might find photos in two different places one that's the actual phone storage and then your SD card mm. but you, it's a copy paste exercise if you want an experience that's a bit more attractive if I can say it that way um, you might want to use an app to sort of have a better view into that phone because if you'd have family photo manager and oftentimes that's the, the women <laughs> and the man takes you to tend to take fewer photos and you might not want all of them in your hub so if you want to pick and choose an app like iMazing or if you're on a Mac the image capture option that's on every Mac doesn't cost you anything or feeding it directly into a photos library or if you use Lightroom or another photo management software, they usually do allow you to directly access these phone photos and you can see them and pick and choose and only copy the ones you want in your hub. So that would be our second option with the USB connection. Yes. Yeah. And the third option that you could do is you could use a cloud-based service to get your photos from um, another family member into your own phone so or the computer directly so things like that we're talking about um, using like a cloud service dropbox we've talked about before um, you can use any other sort of a you know a shared albums google photos um, icloud um, amazon you know different things like that that you can um, take it from their device so this could be any you know a phone or an ipad or something like that and um, uploading it to one of these types of cloud services and then bringing that down into your um, the rest of your process that you're using for your photo hub. So hopefully that's given you a few answers um, as far as some of those options. So just to recap that, we've got um, the first thing we've got to do, uh, the first option you could do is to, to get it into your camera roll on your phone. Another option is to just plug the device in, <laughs> the other member's device into, um, you know, a computer and uh, transfer them across that way. Um, or the other option is you can use a cloud service and it goes from their device up to the cloud and then down to your um, preferred method of capturing that information. Cool. So hopefully that's um, helped. We've got a few tips for, for people today as well, Chantelle. What have we got to, to share? Some of our best practices on this. Yeah, um, what we just all explained sounds pretty easy and straightforward. <laughs> In theory. I know why now. It's not that easy. 
now there is one thing that we really urge you to be very mindful of your phone settings in particular um, in particular if you've got iPhones <laughs> there is a setting if you do use the iCloud photos library and that's turned on on your phone and you might only store optimized photos on your phone this is it can be a problem when you transfer photos because they're not always picked up or not copied in full size and you always want full size so find out what settings you're using and be very mindful of that and and you know find out what exactly works for your um circumstances yeah. and all your settings and there's so many variables we can't mm. cover it in a short qpa but just you know be mindful of that and double check, triple check before, yep. <laughs> before you do anything if you're not sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, one of the other things we thought we'd definitely share with you is just a really good idea to just keep a track of the last time you did gather those photos from a family member. It's just a really good practice to get into either pick a date, do it on the first of the month or just, you know, a regular routine. Um, because it's just a, a, another room for error to be able to then just get back into that situation where you've got duplicates again. So to avoid that, grab out your trusty uh, journal, photo organising journal, and um, just jot that down the last time that you did that. So then you can just pick up from that date on. Because it's not usual that you would then go and clear out that person's device or, I mean, you may, it depends on what, what the process is and who it is that you're doing that for. But um, usually you're just wanting to include those selection of photos into your hub um, and uh, keeping a track of that is a good idea. Mm, very good. And our last tip would be to, once you've gathered all these photos from all your family members or other people as well and, and process them, run a backup. <laughs> you don't want to repeat it. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Always go back to our golden rules. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, love it. Wonderful. Well, hopefully that's really helped as far as um, answering our question that people ask and we would love to have um, more questions if you've got them coming through on our social media platforms uh, we're really here to help and uh, you know be a resource for you we know that some of these settings and things are tricky and fiddly so yeah if you come across one that you're using that you're not quite sure just pop us a question so thanks so much for joining us today. One of the things that we did um, put together for you is just a little one page sheet that you might like to download um, from our website. It's just got those three main categories um, as a bit of a, a sort of a visual for you to remind you how, um, what some of the options are for downloading and gathering photos from other people. So you can pop over to our website, which is um, www.diyphotoorganizing.com.au and it's on our resources page. So yeah, you're most welcome to uh, pop over there. But otherwise, thanks so much for joining us. And as always, head over to our social media um, pages and ask us a question or pop a comment. Um, we'd love to hear from you and hear how you're progressing on your own projects. So thanks so much for joining us. I am Fiona from Photo.
And I am Chantal from Photos in Order. Thanks so much for tuning in and we shall see you in two weeks time. See you then. Bye. Bye.